Hello? Listen, bitch. All right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Listen, Bitch. I'm here with John Flynn, the love of my life. How are you? What have you I'm been good. up to? How are you? I've been up to so a lot good. of things. Uh, I've been working on my music. I've been working on my businesses, a podcast. Lots of things coming. Working hard. Trying to impress I'm you, so you know? excited. There are very few people, actually, who have a work ethic like John Flynn. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so welcome. I'm trying. I Listen, I got impressed with my girlfriend. I mean, I haven't seen you in so long. I know. I had a meltdown like two weeks ago because I was like, I went into this pandemic at 22. I'm turning 24 this year. I haven't seen some of my best friends in so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like losing it. Like, like that meltdown that you randomly have when you're like, oh my God, we're fucking living in a pandemic. Yeah, and you're like, oh, wait, this is actually what I'm living through right now? How is this reality? Yeah. Yeah. How is this not a movie? How is this not a fake yeah. show? What's going on? I'm I, ready. I, when I When I inevitably <laughs> go to hell, I will end up in Stop, you're not going to hell. In a and pandemic. if you are, I'll see you there. Yes, I am. I'm going to hell. Um, you're not. Yes, Calm I am, down. because I have to go terrorize Ronald Reagan down in hell. I have a two-step plan for when I end up in hell. Is there Magianos in hell, Lexi? That's my um, question. There has to be. Okay, Magianos, <laughs> actually, for those that you don't know, is the perfect restaurant. You can get... Uh, you get to take a pasta home, home. and they have one at the restaurant. They give you a free pasta to take home. Listen, Magianos is my love language. Uh, yes. If you at all want to date me, buy me Magianos. Yes, that's what and I've done my friend times. Lexi. And <laughs> anytime I go there with Anchan, I like take a picture and I'm like, wish you were here. Yeah, I feel like um, that's like the equivalent of cheating on me or not being a good friend. Yeah, I know. I am really sorry. Um, but I, so my two-step plan when I get to hell, number one is I'm going to absolutely terrorize Ronald Reagan. I am just okay. going to terrorize that man. And then number two is I want to find the murder of John Bonet Ramsey. So the first thing I'm going to do Ooh, that's a good one. is if her brother is in hell, cause he's older than me. So I'm assuming he'll die before me. Is he in hell? If the answer is yes, case closed. He did it. But... If he's not in hell and he's dead, I have to start a full investigation to figure out who from there. From hell. From hell. <laughs> who murdered John Bonnie Ramsey. I will be holding an investigation. I'll be interviewing every single person. I'm going to go to every single circle, although I'm assuming that they'll be in the 8th or ninth, um, just to figure out, like, who who murdered her. Um, why were we talking well, about I can't hell? wait for that podcast from hell. <laughs> I don't know anyways, where this was going. Um, anyways, welcome back to a really organized and cool episode of Listen, Bitch. <laughs> we are not talking about hell. Um, really hit me that we're, like we were saying, living in this pandemic. Like I, the end of last year was like, so go, go, go. Like I was working on shows and then I got this new job and then like all this. Yes, congrats. Thank you. And all this craziness happened. And then all of a sudden it hit me and I was like, oh my God, everything that's happened in the last couple months like finally hit me because I had like time to actually process. Um, and so I wanted you to tell me like one good thing that happened like today or this week or like in the last couple of weeks. Sometimes it's hard to think through that <laughs> because it seems like a lot of bad's going on. Well, I, I will say that it's nice to finally get uh not trying to make this a plug, but it's nice to try actually get my music out there and see things that I've worked on for the past year, you know, come to light and people actually get to connect with it and hear the things I'm working on. Cause half the stuff that's out now I've done like almost a year ago, but uh, let's just keep it simple. The good thing is that I'm glad that finally my projects are starting to come out after working right. on it for a long time. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so How excited. How about you? What's a good thing that's been going on with you? I'll start with my, it's not necessarily bad. So last Saturday I was, went to Target and then I 
was driving home, and oh, I, my, my dad. Happy place. First of all, I got home from Target, and my dad was like, "Do you just go there and walk around and buy things?" And I was like, "Yes." That I go yeah, there with there not a do? single plan, and I just walk around and buy things, buy like eighty five dollars worth of things that I don't need. Um, so as you should, I put it on my credit card. Because why not? <laughs> why not? Us in LA all summer. I'm like, oh, I'll put on my credit card. That is, was my bad thing. Um, I was driving home from Target, but I went the long road, like the long way, and I was listening to Life Goes On by BTS, which if you haven't heard that song, it's fucking amazing. And that's my new personality trait is I love K-pop. I, it's a new thing. Anna Olsen. It's my lucky favorite if thing you're about listening. you now. It's the only thing I think about. All my TikToks, mm-hmm. I literally search like BTS or like K-pop or like Stray Kids so that way I can get on like K-pop TikTok. I'm so close, but I'm not quite there. But you'll get there. So that's my new personality trait. I love K-pop. If you ever heard "Life Goes On" by BTS, it's like a beautiful song about yeah. how like life will go on after this pandemic, whatever. And I was just listening to it. Every and, like, song is catchy. Every their new album. Every I'm gonna have a K-pop. I have to have a K-pop episode. It's just too much. But you have to. I was driving, whatever, and listening to that song and just like, ah, singing along, whatever, like driving feeling good it's like 10 p.m on a saturday night i'm 23 years old not doing anything else because it's a pandemic and i got pulled over <laughs> i got pulled over by a police officer and no. i were you going really fast i was going really fast i was going up Lexi. a hill i was going up oh. well i i up was at a the hill? top i feel like that's hard to well so speed. i was going up a hill and then i got to like the the flat point of the hill so i was obviously going fast because like I just gotten over the hill, so my foot was, like, on the gas. And then he saw me, and I was like, son of a bitch. So I got pulled over, and he's like, hey, how's it going? He's like, where are you coming from? And I was like, Target. And he was like, where are you going? And I was like, home. And I had to explain to him that even though my home was in the opposite direction, the reason that I was I was just going the long way just for fun. I was like, I was just You're going like, for a have drive. You heard of- the band BTS. Hey, because I just needed sure. more time with them. <laughs> yeah, I just really like K-pop. This like forty-five-year-old white man, like, probably is like, what is going? What? <laughs> so, I like start to pull out my license, and he, I see him look at the dash, and there's like a really big screen where you can see what song I'm listening to, and it says "Life Goes On" by BTS. And he looked at it, and he just like waved his hand and was like, "Have a good day, get home safe." Like, didn't even. And obviously, so much of that is white privilege. But also, I think a lot of it is, like, him not wanting to literally... You owe BTS so much. I owe like, it's so embarrassing. Oh and, like, I think gosh. he just felt really bad for me. He's like, um, I mean, this A-cab, seems sad. I will say ACAB, <laughs> like, I ACAB to this fucking day. But I think he just felt really bad for me and was like... She's, like, literally went from Target to home and is, like, listening to this song. Like, this poor girl. So that was my bad thing. That's not like a great thing. <laughs> I know I didn't. I didn't get a ticket or anything, which is fucking dope. So I literally was like, "God damn it!" Like this is just more embarrassing than anything. Um, and then my good thing, big life moment. I've had this credit card for like two years. I maxed it out like literally two years ago, and I just paid it off, and it's at yes. zero. And that's oh on gosh, having that's amazing. an adult job. <laughs> a bad thing for me is I had to get a new credit card. Mine got all messed up. So some of us won with credit cards this week. Some of us lost. Okay, so today we're talking about social media because, which is such like a blanket term, but mm-hmm. because we met at Ithaca College, obviously freshman year, yes. and we're close, and then we became like very, very, very tight though. Mm-hmm. The summer and I met you. Senior, we met freshman year, didn't we? We like we met, met first early semester freshman um, year. Yeah, literally first semester. I'll never forget. Um, 
And that summer before senior year, we were both in LA and we would talk about that all the time because especially being in LA, like so many of the people that we like met or like were surrounded by were like obsessed with social media mm-hmm. and like what we felt like at least to our standards of healthy and unhealthy because everybody's standards are different but yeah uh, we thought it was like so unhealthy like the way especially just in los angeles like the way that people act about their instagrams it's just like they have it on like their bumper stickers like they <laughs> like it's insane um so i wanted to talk about specifically like social media and like how to like put yourself out there but then also like dealing with the unwanted critics as we know yeah. um and like specifically like why it always looks like other people are doing better than us like I will go on Instagram and I'm like, oh my god, that person has a dream life. Mm-hmm. But, but listen, like, half the time what you see is not reality for real. Mm-mm. No. And I always have to remind myself, like, everyone who I'm seeing on social media also has doubts. They also have shit going on in their oh, life. For sure. You know, they also are struggling with very similar things that I am. And it's, like, so hard to remember that. So I want to talk with you about, like, like why yeah. do we, like, go on Instagram and I'm like, oh my god, like, this person's dream life. But, like, someone could do that to my Instagram and it's not a fucking... Walk in the park. Well, let's start there. I mean, for me, if you looked on my Instagram right now, I just launched a song and all these great things are being posted. But behind the scenes, I've been struggling with health issues, all these different things that you just would not know. And I think it's so easy to see people thriving and we should promote, you know, the great things going on in your life. But that's not the only piece of everyone's life. They're probably struggling a lot of ways or going through whatever their issues are. But yeah, it, it's hard. I don't know why we compare ourselves to each other so much. It's so strange. Like, I have to do social media for what I'm trying to do with my music and my businesses, but I hate it. Like, I just feel like it's such a toxic place, and I'd like it to become more of a positive space. But it's so strange. I don't know why we compare each other and well, where when, we're at. When you're not promoting your music and stuff, you're literally not on social media. That's and yeah, my friend yeah. Zach. If I post, I have to tell him, like, ah, oh, look what yeah. I just shared on my story. Because he, like, won't, like, he's never on it. But, yeah. like, like you used to be, like, wicked into social media, weren't you? So much. And that's, I think, a big misconception that people have about me because I have to promote the things that, you know, promote my songs and promote the projects that I have coming out is that they think I'm obsessed with social media. I hate it. And I literally, like, I took a year off from it. Besides... Yeah, I, you literally hate it. Yeah, I came on for things that I felt were important, like the election and, you know, the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and pride and all those different areas that things that felt like I needed to speak up. Other than that, I was like, I need to go. I don't want to be on this. It's toxic. Uh, Just because I feel like it's constantly comparing yourself to each other. And yeah, people always think I love it, but I really hate it. (laughs) What are your pet peeves right now? Because I have a couple. (laughs) Oh, I have so many. My pet peeve right now is people on vacation. Oh my God. If you... It's people from my high school, like so many fucking people from my high school. I think especially just because like Onondaga County in in Syracuse, like to, like the cases are not as bad, obviously, as like Los Angeles or New York City or right. whatever. But like literally people going on vacation, people partying. So many people from my high school had like New Year's Eve parties, Christmas parties. And meanwhile, my best friends that I'm home right now and I like never see my best friends because we're like so trying to be so conscious mm-hmm. about COVID like. I, I'm going to scream. The amount of people it's that so I've disappointing. The amount of rich white people that I've unfollowed on social media because they won't stop going mm-hmm. on vacation or, like, going down to Florida to their family's vacation home right. and, like, taking a plane and then, like, going to their very public work, like, a few days later or, like, partying with other people we went to high school with. Like, I am going to 
riot very soon. I am so annoyed with it. I think with the current political climate and the movements that have been going on and obviously the pandemic, we are actually seeing a lot of people's true colors through their social media. Yes. Oh my God. Like I've noticed, I'm like, I did not know you were like this. I didn't know you have no respect for other people. Like it's insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you just said. I didn't realize you were so selfish. I did not realize you were selfish. It's disturbing. And I'm like, you know what? I first, let's start off by saying, do not party, be safe. But even if you do, why are you posting? Like that alone, like you're posting posting about it. It's insane. I mean, I don't party in general, let alone the pandemic, but why the fuck are you posting (laughs) this shit? Like, what is wrong with you? And also, like, the juxtaposition of, like, yeah, you're literally posting it. Meanwhile, like, you don't know who follows you that just lost somebody to COVID. Like, like, it's so infuriating, like, the disrespect to do it, but then the, like, I think it's just, like, the lack of awareness and the selfishness to then post about it is yeah. what drives me insane. I mean, it's just, and, and the fact that so many people celebrate these things and celebrate each other partying and th- don't think at all, oh, I shouldn't probably be promoting this or think about the millions of people who have lost their lives to this, not just here, but around the world. Yeah, literally. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I think before I post anything, let alone I would think before posting if I was partying. Like, Literally. Just, I just don't get it. And it's really sad. And I I personally feel like I've been really trying to think about everything that I post. What side of history do I want to be about? What do I stand for? And what do I want to promote? And I think everyone needs to start asking themselves that a lot more. If I have kids, am I able to be proud of what I did during this time when they come and ask me when they're learning about it in school? If they're yeah. taught about it correctly. Because we like, were, we were living through a lot of history. Yeah, first of all, they need to teach it correctly. But, like, <laughs> one day if my kids go on Instagram, are they going to see that I party during a pandemic? Are they going to see that I, yeah, supported politicians who were disenfranchising, like, the people that I've grown up with? Like, it, it's just, like, it, I think social media now is so, like, it is your, it, it's supposed to be your persona. It's supposed to be an extension of who you are for the masses to see. And it's like, what are people putting out there? And it's just, I think what you said about seeing people's true colors is so true. Like, you just see who gives a fuck and who doesn't. Like, I'll respect you until it inconveniences me in the slightest way. And then I I no longer care. And that's what I feel like I'm seeing a lot on social media. It's pissing me off. And I think even beyond, forget about even the people who are posting obvious things like partying and the negative things or a dis- something you may not agree with or that matches your values. But something else is, and I get it, some people do not want to be on social media at all and post, and that's completely fine, and I respect that. But there's also a lot of people who I see who don't speak out on issues. And to me, that is just as bad as posting, you partying. It's like, I know behind the scenes you believe in this. Why aren't you speaking up about it? And And again, that's everyone's choice, but it disappoints me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. People who, like, in June, I remember, like, specifically were, like, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests were starting and there was a lot of outrage about George Floyd's death and people were starting to post. And for, like, a week straight, there would be people who still, like, weren't saying anything, but they were, like, posting them on a golf course or them at the beach or them drinking with friends. It's, like, how can this major revolution happen where people are literally screaming at the top of their lungs... Just, just to be hard, just so that way they stop getting murdered, and you're at the fucking beach it's called with your privilege, fucking friends. And people don't know it. Like, it, it, it makes me so yeah. mad. What What are your other pet peeves with social media right now? Uh, 
well, one, actually, I'll just say is this is not a great conversation starter, but just the algorithms keep changing and that alone is just frustrating. I'm just like, I feel like so many small businesses and small artists, like I'm trying to get my music out there, my businesses started and people aren't being seen right now. But beyond that, one big pet peeve that I have is Again, this kind of relates to the same topic, but I hate when people are posting things on their stories like support small businesses, support your artist friends, support this, but then they don't. And they yep. they, oh my and they just create competition and they don't want to see other people succeed. I yep. hate that. And I like truly just want everyone to succeed. And I'm not just saying that to be PC. Literally. Like I genuinely want everyone to succeed. And I don't get why we all, like even looking at people we were in LA with, we knew people who were doing such great things and we constantly would support them and post about it and love to yeah. see it. But there's a lot of people we know that would not do that. And that to me is so sad. Like social media should be an uplifting thing. Yeah, but it causes a lot of anxiety. Like even this is like so vulnerable and like disgusting. I can't believe I'm going to say it. But like when people when I first made this podcast page, like I'm a big like I don't want to follow anybody because then they feel obligated to follow it. And it's like yeah. some people just aren't into podcasts, like whatever. But like if there were people some of my good friends who didn't follow it and then I would be like in my head of like do they support me right you know are they mad at me did I do something like whatever and then I you get like anxiety about it of like why aren't they supporting me right now and I feel I could just make something and then if social media didn't exist like I just wouldn't have this extra anxiety of like are these people showing up for me online and in person especially like what you're saying with music like how you're trying to get off that off the ground like why are there people who you're close with who just like don't want to support whether that means like like follow share whether that means like even just a text of like hey I you know listen to your new song like I really liked it like and in regards to your podcast I I mean people don't know how much work you probably put into this podcast and how long it takes you to edit and record and come up with ideas and put it distributed and promoted and put it on TikTok, put it on Instagram. I mean, just that text alone, but especially that public support of simply throwing up on a story or telling their friends to listen to it goes so far and helps support you so, so far. much. And I wish we would see a lot more of that. And the the big pet peeve is more of people pretending that they're that way and then don't actually do it. And then don't actually do it because I yeah. think a lot of people feel insecure, not insecure, but they're not as supportive as they want to be because we don't always think that there's like room for everybody to be like successful there or happy is, or to create things. Like, oh, if you're creating something, that means you're taking away space from what I want to create. And like, I'm, we've all been there. I fucking have mm-hmm. thought that too. Um, mm-hmm. Been like, oh my God, these people are like doing something and like I was going to do that. And like, now I can't and I'm like mad. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think we've all like felt like that but it is really frustrating because people do want to say like support small businesses and it's like well are you promoting the small businesses that you care about but then at the same turn i'm like is that really my place to say like what people should and shouldn't be posting no i agree i just think if you're gonna promote saying that add the you know share the little they're not memes the graphics about support your artist friends and then i see you not supporting artist friends i just feel like you really shouldn't be putting that out there then I don't, well, I did have this one question for you because we're talking about this. Do you th- Are you someone that's more impacted by posting and that gives you anxiety or is it more comparing to other people 
when looking on your Instagram of who you follow or, or whoever comes up on your feed? Oh, such a good question. Um, I'm so glad this is your podcast and you're asking the good <laughs> no, questions. Just, and I'm like, <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry no, to switch I love it up. This. No, I love it. So this doesn't even like feel yours. like a podcast. I'm just used to having deep talks with you. I know. I'm literally just <laughs> so. chatting. I'm like, hey, John. Um, I'm just ranting. So I typically like definitely like maybe before probably it, as late as like 2019 into early 2020 we'll get so much anxiety going on social media and like I do a pretty good job I think of not comparing myself and not being like that person has what I don't but I think I have a really hard time then getting off social media and being really hard on myself and being like I'm not where I want to be or like I'm not doing what I want to do like whatever again this is like a year or so ago um and earlier and then especially in college it would just be like I wouldn't even realize it but I would just it wouldn't even be so much particular of like, oh, I saw that they were doing this. Like, I'm so jealous. It would just be like, after scrolling on Instagram for an hour or two, I would get off and I would feel like a pain in my chest. I would feel like sick to my stomach almost. And I didn't even realize like it was because I just was like disappointed with myself and like would internalize that and just be really, really hard on myself. I think now it's better because I've like, I've unfollowed a ton of people like unfollowing people that make that when you see their posts make you feel like shit, do it. Do mm-hmm. it, do it, do it, do it. It feels so fucking good. There was like this little small group of girls from my high school that had unfollowed me like at some point. I don't know when. But mm-hmm. I like noticed it earlier in 2020. And the sigh of relief I felt when I realized that I could unfollow them. You're like, felt, I'm free. I'm free. I don't um, need this energy I, anymore. It was euphoric. <laughs> These girls that have been like mean to me before that I like didn't really have like great relationships with that like gave me anxiety like seeing what they posted like oh my god unfollowing them was like the greatest feeling ever so i think like that's super important like switching up your feed because i know that's something that like really was helpful to me yeah if something's toxic definitely don't keep following it oh my god if somebody's toxic on if some if you look at somebody's post and you feel bad about yourself unfollow them unfollow them and replace it with like an account that makes you feel really good what about you like what do you feel more anxiety looking at posts or more anxiety posting yourself i don't really have an issue of necessarily comparing myself to other people. Like I've never been, I've never struggled with it being an issue where I had to delete my Instagram account because I, like every time I went on, I felt anxious. I know a lot of people feel that way. Uh, oh, which 2020, I, I deleted my Instagram yeah. for like a month straight. I've never had that problem. And if I didn't want to go on, I'll just not go on. But for me, a big thing that's been hard is more of constantly, it probably has to do a lot with both my sexuality and a lot of different areas, my career choices of going after being a singer. But I have a lot of criticism on the all the time and on the daily. And or I've, I've also just experienced a lot of criticism in my life that I constantly when I feel like I post, I feel judgment. And some of it's created in my head and some of it's reality. Yes. yes. So that's probably more my area, which is more about being hard on myself or worrying about it's weird, though, because I don't care what people think of me or else I wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing. It's this weird balance of I feel like I've had all these judgments and I don't want to deal with it anymore. And you yourself have witnessed and heard things that people have said and I've expressed yeah. it to you. And I've gotten a lot of judgment and that's fine. But it's just, yeah, that's probably more the area I struggle with. Yeah. No, that, that makes a long sense. Tangent. I think, <laughs> no, that makes sense because I feel like especially if you're doing something like music or whatever, posting is so anxiety inducing because like... Oh. There's obviously going to be backlash and there's going to be just haters. Like literally there's going to be haters that hate it for For no reason. Maybe they're, yeah, maybe they like 
wish that they were doing something more creative. Maybe they just, like, don't like mm-hmm. the music, like, uh, whatever it is. Sometimes people just want to hate. Sometimes people are just, yeah. they complain all the time, whatever. Um, I think, like, especially with Listen Bitch, I've tried really hard to, like, reduce my anxiety around posting because I feel like want a lot of pressure to, like, post consistently and, like, grow when it's, like, really, I just made Listen Bitch for me and my friends. But then, like, you know, when random people reach out and are like, oh, I really, I like found your podcast randomly and like, I liked this episode. And then I feel like, oh my God, should I be like growing this more? And then I like start posting all this stuff and like, it's fun or whatever. But then like, I can't do it consistently because like, you know, I just got a new job. I have a fucking life and like, literally so busy that like, I get really, I get a lot of anxiety because I feel like I'm not doing enough. And then if it's not growing and there aren't millions of people listening, like what's the point? Instead of like, the whole reason I did this prop, podcast is because I hated my job that I eventually quit (laughs) and I wanted to create just a space for my friends and I to like have fun and like shoot the shit and for me to look back on you know when I'm 40 or 50 years old and say like look at all this all these memories and moments I had my friends when we were really struggling and also just to help people that are also our age that you know are struggling and can maybe like listen and feel better about themselves like so I like why do I feel anxiety about like, oh my God, I haven't posted in three weeks or like, oh my God, I, you know, I want to make bi-weekly episodes. I haven't made an episode in a month. Like I am trying to get rid of that self-imposed anxiety because that really is just like my inner critic trying to like tear me apart. And I think a big reason is that because, you know, then you see someone else have a passion project and they're posting about it and you're like, oh shit, like I've been really slacking on mine. Like I need to like get back into it. And so like, I'm, I think it's definitely gotten better, but, like, I used to feel so much anxiety about posting. And it's, like, for who? Like, why Why am I, put, why am I putting these standards on myself right. for what my social media should look like, for who should be engaging with it, for how much it should be growing, when it, it's just for me? When, you know what I mean? Why, am, well, I, it's why so am I putting this pressure on myself? It's interesting you say all that because I also wanted to publicly give you the shout-out that you're – to me, being friends with you has been such a good influence on me. Of so. You have been, you are so unapologetically yourself in every <laughs> sense of the word, both online and offline, and that's very rare to find. That yeah. you, <laughs> you are always promoting exactly how you feel and you're truly yourself. And I'm sure that's not always easy, but you show the good parts no. of your life. You show <laughs> the hard parts of your life. And I think that's why people gravitate towards you. And that's why this podcast has been successful and people have loved it so much. And I feel like, I know you just said, well, I haven't been keeping up. I haven't been doing this, but I haven't noticed that at all. I've just noticed that you're still posting consistently. You're posting about what you're passionate about. And that comes through way more than anything else you just mentioned. So for me, I feel like a lot of times we also compare ourselves like, I hate numbers. I almost wish that we couldn't see them truthfully because it's like, if you were, you're doing something that you love and it shouldn't be about numbers. Yes, those numbers would be great and maybe help you get to an, the next level that maybe your goal that you have. But those numbers are what's dangerous and gets you to constantly think about, oh my gosh, well, I don't have as many listeners or subscribers or followers as X, but how can I get there? And it's like that whole thought process is just so dangerous. So I feel like what you're doing has been amazing. And like, I look to you for your help. Like I look towards looking at your social media and how you present yourself of like, I want to be more like that. I want to be more honest. Stop. Oh my God. I love you. I love you. It's true. I'm not just saying that. It's true. That's actually, thank you. That doesn't mean a lot to me. I really appreciate that. Um, I did need to hear that. <laughs> but also, like, well, that's one of my pet peeves, too, is, like, the pe- like, and I get it, because not everybody can be, I think, 
vulnerable on social media like mm -hmm. it's really hard but it really bothers me yeah like kind of like what you were saying about how like oh support your friends support, support long um small businesses i don't like when people are like i think people post a lot and are, say like and i see this a lot with like influencers um specifically like micro influencers who are like we need to be authentic be yourself be confident and then they're like face tuning all of their pictures they're mm -hmm. like posting about their perfect life and it's like how are you telling people to be real and be authentic and to like trust themselves when you are only posting the best parts of your life and i don't think that's authentic and then i have sure. but then at the same time i do have this like back and forth of like i'll post videos of me crying like no problem because i think people need to see that i think it helps people to see when other people are like struggling with their mental health um or even just people who aren't and are just like sometimes i cry because i had a tough day like it is yeah. what it is because you're a human and, and we all do <laughs> we all do it and if me crying on my instagram story makes you feel better about yourself then let's go ahead click and do on that. follow like, click on follow then get off literally <laughs> no like I, like I don't care like if yeah. you don't want to see it unfollow but if it's helping you please continue to follow and like i'll continue to do it but i feel really frustrated with that because i think on the one hand like i can't determine how vulnerable people are but i wish that social media didn't get to the point that it was so fake that now we're trying to like backtrack and be vulnerable like how do you feel about like the like influencer world mm -hmm. the like facetune you know perfect life scenario that like facade i think that people post you know what i was thinking about this the other day because this is answering your question but also kind of bringing in a new idea too that i find it fascinating that i feel like the I love Instagram. It's one of my favorite platforms, but I'll say I feel like this fake persona in life was really started on Instagram, which is funny because it yes. really started off just being an app where you would just post photos and people were posting like the most casual things just of their meals. The like ugliest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like casual stuff. Like, like I got Instagram when good. it started and I didn't even know it was a plat like a social media platform. I, th I had the same photo five times. I didn't know. I thought it was just yeah. editing. <laughs> like I was like, I didn't know this was, you know, for friends. I didn't even have a Facebook at the time. Yes. I was like, what? So many duplicates of pictures with just like different filters because yeah. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, me too. It was like five pictures of like the same thing over and over again. I want to get back to yeah. that. But yeah, me I... Me too. Which, Make Instagram trashy again. Let's do I want it. Instagram I'm ready. to be stupid and ugly. I think what's interesting though is, and what I was trying to say before, is though I feel like TikTok coming out kind of it's the opposite of Instagram where they want you to be like just in your bed crying and be yeah. not as fake life. So it's just this yeah. weird and I'll be honest, I'm kind of struggling a little bit of I don't know what I'm I'm trying to find my lane of I'm trying to show my art. And I'm trying to be an artist and show myself, but it's also like, I don't want to share every little detail about my life. And when I look at these influencers and them creating this fake life, I mean, didn't just a documentary come out the other day about people f being taking photo shoots on fake jets and living this fake life? Yes, like stuff like that. Is I don't want crazy that. To I don't want to see that. I want to see your no, real life. No, I don't want to see you on a fake jet. I don't want to see you on a jet, period. You know why? Because the earth is fucking burning. <laughs> it's like, you like shouldn't be on a jet right now. Stay home. But, but uh, Yeah, stay home. But then also don't go on a fake jet because that's, embar that's embarrassing. If it, I know yeah. someone who's posted from a fake jet, I just want to let you know that's embarrassing. The only thing worse than like traveling during the pandemic and like pretending you like and, and like posting about your perfect 
filtered life is that you don't have that life and you're posting about it. Well, and the thing is, we all know now that that's not reality. And that's why I'm so confused why we still buy into it. I mean, and I why get it. Why still buy into it? Like, I... I like seeing people's great moments. I like seeing people get proposed to. I like seeing all these happy moments, but that's not the only thing. So I either think yeah. you got to be, you know, keep it kind of professional what you want to do, or I don't know. I just, I don't like the fake stuff. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I've never, it's not like I've never edited a photo before. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Right. I have. And when I do photo shoots, a lot of times they are retouched, but I, I don't put filters on me for almost ever. And you also that, have amazing skin. Something people don't understand is you actually. But have people think skin. I edit it, and I've gotten comments no, about actually, that multiple wait, times. I'll never forget. You guys have to go. I might be on my Insta, on my Instagram yeah. highlight or something. John, <laughs> literally, I I recorded this and reposted it to my Instagram story because I thought it was so good. What What did you say? People were like people we know, yeah. but I will not drop names. Yeah, we're people constantly say that I edit my photos, and like I just admitted. Things have been retouched before and I'm not denying that. And people change the colors and because I go, I do a lot of actual photo shoots for the things I'm doing and they are retouched. That's reality. But I don't even have the app of Facetune. I do have other apps that I've used for constantly sharing my stuff, which by the way helps me. So thank you. But people are constantly <laughs> sharing my stories and making fun of me or saying I edit my photos or that I'm not real. And I'm like, I don't even post. The one post yeah. I posted, you're going to make fun of me and my fake skin, which... How can you even edit a video to have clear skin? I don't, know, I don't but even know how to do that. John posted a video that was like, no retouch here, baby. It's all natural. <laughs> and you like touched your skin. And I was like, king, king, yeah. take your negativity elsewhere. If you don't like what somebody's posting, don't follow them. me. Unfollow. I promise you, if you are unfollowing someone that you find annoying, they have been waiting for you to unfollow them. So yes. that way they can unfollow you. I live by that. If you unfollow me, I'm going to say thank you. Because guess what? I can unfollow you back. For real. And listen, we've all been there. We've all sent, you know, different celebrities or musicians or actors posts being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. But if you really spend your time sending different posts about each other and making fun of, you know, each other's posts, like you just got too much time on your hand and you're jealous. And I truly do believe that. Uh, absolutely. There, my, literally my roommate Sarah and I, to this day, we like sometimes shit on this influencer because she posts all about how she's like so confident and like loves herself. Mm -hmm. But then she like, Facetunes all of her pictures. Yeah, she like has gotten plastic surgery, and people have found out about it. And she's like denied it, and it's like just be real. Like just you can't say like you're the realest person alive if you're just no. fake. So no. we would like shit post and send them to each other, and then I got to a point and I was like, I'm shitting on this person so much, I need to unfollow them because at this point I'm just being a fan. And when you right. hate someone that much that you're you're constantly sending. Like, and we, I mean, we still all do it. Like, obviously, like, someone will post something and I'm like, did you guys see that? Like, that was crazy. But it's almost I mean, we're about, human. But literally, we're human. Um, but if you really post, re sending each other's, like, people's posts constantly making fun of them, it's like, get in check or just unfollow them. Why do you care? Literally. Literally. If you're doing it constantly, unfollow them because that's fan mm -hmm. behavior. And I, listen, I've been there. <laughs> I've behavior. been that, I love I've that. been that fan. But We've if you're constantly it. sending people stuff, you're a fan. You're, that's fan behavior. So, and I try to now... If I feel the urge to do that, I try to tell myself and feel like, John, why are you doing this? Like, move on with your life. Or if someone does that, I'll be like, well, maybe that just makes them happy or that's their passion. Right. Yeah, like, do I need to send every single post I disagree with to my friends? No. But maybe, like, exactly. your fifth one in a row, I might send mm -hmm. it to a friend or two. But, like, right. yeah, if we're constantly going back and forth, unfollow them because that's not good for you. And it's, I mean, actually, it is good for them because they're getting the traction on their post. That's like, my point. So thank you to those people who made fun of me. And you, you know who you are. You, share you know who you are. 
Yeah. And we so know who you are. You. We do. And the other thing is, I think you really got to ask yourself when you post anything on any account you have, what do you want to represent? And like, I am not someone, I don't want to make fun of other people through my content. And I, I don't want to post negativity. And if that's something that you like or that you want to be part of, great for you. I personally don't or don't want to really witness that. But yep. uh, yep. yeah. Same. I agree with everything you just said. But <laughs> the other thing I wanted to say is that I think too, like you have to remember that it is just not the whole picture. Like for instance, um, I post, like, I think it was like two weeks ago. Now I was like having a really, really tough, like two or three days. And I just like kept crying. And like, I hadn't had like a big blowout cry in like months. And I just like couldn't stop crying. And mm. I posted and I um, saw this. Yeah. Thankfully I always get like oh, so many nice DMs. Like I haven't gotten any mean ones. Um, and I don't ever look to see who's viewed my stories, which I think is just like a blessing. And I never look to see who likes my stuff. Like I just don't do that. And so I'm sure there's so many people who saw it who like didn't like it, but like, I'll never know because I don't know who views it. Um, <laughs> but, um, I got a lot of nice stamps, whatever. And people are, um, say like, I love how you're always so transparent about your mental health or like just about like being real of like. Like, literally the other day, I dropped, like, uh, so many Brussels sprouts on the ground, and I was, like, so sad because I really wanted to eat them. <laughs> and they were the last Brussels sprouts in my package, and I, like, posted. Um, and even someone DM'd me that and was, like, hi, I love how you always are, like, so real. You share the good, and you yes. share, like, the funny and stupid and bad. And I was, like, thank you. But also, like, I think people need to understand, like, you're probably only seeing 5%. Like, if you're seeing the good, you're only seeing, like, 5 to 10% mm-hmm. of the good. And if you're seeing the bad... I think I think I, this is my rule of thumb. So like I'm sure it's true for a lot of other people. You're also only seeing a portion of that. Like I don't oh, post every sure. single time I'm having like a mental health crisis, and I don't post because I try and keep it consistent. I, you know, I want to post about mental health even when I'm like doing amazing, and I want to post, yeah. you know, good stuff even and that's when why I don't we love feel you. that good. Thank you. Love you. Um, but so I think that's really important to remember too. It's like you're only seeing a portion of it. You know, if I'm crying on Instagram, that might be one of like. Mm. 20 cries that I've had or it might be one of three cries or it might be the only cry I had that month like you don't know so I think like remembering that too when people share the good and share the bad like you're only seeing a portion of that and like I think that's so important oh no that's so important I mean I know so many of my friends if you looked at their accounts you would think certain things and it's like I know in reality that differently all of us are going through all these different you know hard times right now I mean everyone in the world's feeling you know, bad with the pandemic, yes. but on top of that, on top of our normal life struggles. Yes. And it's just, yeah, I think you really got to keep it in perspective. And that's the thing. I think you really got to keep it in check with yourself when you're on these apps of like, listen, like I'll even yeah. tell myself, I'd be like, this person's life is, you know, I hope they're happy, but they're probably going through something. We all are. Keep it moving. Or they have this many yes. likes, but I'd rather be happy and have four likes than 40,000. So yes. who really like, cares? Literally. And to like you you know, you're only posting a sliver of your life. And even if someone's posting a lot, they're still only, only showing you a portion of their life. So like, just fucking keep that in mind. And like, again, I just, let's make Instagram dumb again. I want to post like ugly pictures of dogs. Or not even dumb for me. It's like, I just, and this sounds corny and maybe this is, you know, (laughs) a dream that will never happen. But can we just get like, make it a positive app? Why does everything have to be negative 24 seven? I'm just confused. Literally. Like, why can't we all just like each other's stuff and mm-hmm. just be nice? Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Maybe I'm just crazy. I just don't get it. Oh, my God. We're, like, so crazy. We, like, 
don't think that people <laughs> should be like really toxic and like manipulative like all the time. How uh, everything is us. so competitive. And I, listen, I've gotten hate comments. I've gotten yeah. troll oh, comments. We, ha- we all have. I've gotten comments of people like saying that I should die because I'm gay. I mean, crazy shit. It's and that's why I speak out about issues like that. I mean, in the same way that you say you try to show your real life and be honest. That's part of the reason why I post about being gay and I post yeah. about pride and all that. It's not because I want attention from it. It's because one, I'm proud, and two, there's people who I talk to on the daily who feel like they can't come out or they're ashamed or yes. they, you know, are kicked out of their houses or whatever it may be. And one per- person posting that could make the difference for someone else. Yeah, there's people who like need to see it, and like I feel like you for the same way. Like I would, I would much rather like some of my posts get spread around or people shit on it or there's people who are like annoyed by it or unfollow me from it than be inauthentic or like have someone else have to take that hit because I wasn't brave enough to like post my truth to social. Like if me posting my truth to social media makes someone else feel a little bit better, makes their life feel a little bit easier, makes them feel less alone. Like I think it's totally worth it. And I think you feel that way too. That like, I'll take that L I'll take that any day. I will I'm take a gay the musician. Shit. I get hate all the time. Yeah, literally. I, I will take the shit if it helps one person. Okay, well, I love you so much. And is there anything, I mean, you want, I'm sure you want to plug something. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, I have lots of music coming. I have a podcast coming out. I have, Woo! I also, a lot of projects come. I have nothing to do with music or anything that I've worked my ass off. And I'm so excited for everyone to see. So just follow me. I appreciate it. As we talk shit on social media, but follow me. <laughs> I literally love you so much. Um, and I also, everyone just like keep supporting Lexi even harder because Lexi is one of the best yeah. people I know. And like she like yeah. I have this we have this weird special bond and I love her so much. And I just like want to see you keep succeeding and soaring through the roof because you. Just I'm gonna cry for real. I'm gonna cry. I love you. Um, I love you more. Stop. This is why I love you. This is how friends should be. Be nice to your friends. You know what? what tell your friends that you love them. Text your friends right now and tell them that you love them yes right now okay well i love you so much thank you so much for being on my podcast i'm so glad we finally did this i know um, i hope that if you listen to this and you were bugging about social media or you had anxiety this hope this helped you feel a little bit better because you know what listen bitch there is no shame in deleting your instagram there's no shame in unfollowing people that make you feel like shit about yourself and just remember like you're only seeing a portion of these people's lives do what's and best you know what? for you and your mental health yeah, literally, do what's best for you to mental health. And if you're, if people from your high school in your hometown are also partying during the pandemic, you know what? Flag their fucking photos, report them to Instagram, and unfollow them. Yes. Okay. And stop you. partying. Stop being assholes. Okay, stop bye. partying during the pandemic and stop posting about it. I'm going to scream. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs>